0: Press play Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. the shade and tea to spill. Ooh Drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got an on day option? No? I'm not, well, what star what will we talk to today? today? Oh, that's a gag, honey, Say no more. Drama. drama Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture love and life in in new york York City. city i am connor mcdowell and i'm dylan mcdowell and this is drama we there's so many exciting things going on right now because we have some a big announcement to make right now this is breaking news why am i why am i nervous i know you know what the news is and then also because our guest today truly one of our most requested of all time i know every time we do a like Instagram story where we're like guess who's coming on the pod this week Mm -hmm. we get his name every time and that's actually how we got in touch with him for this because we tagged him in a story but anyway that was pre-COVID we tricked him yeah and we actually had a date set we were like gonna do it early April and then we were like let's do it and Colton oh I just said his name but you know his name if you read the description he was like let's do it in November when everything's back and we're still not back so we decided to do it Anyways, the big announcement—the the the actual announcement that you meant to make, Dylan. I, yes. I need you to do it because this is your baby. Okay, we are finally—you can now get official drama podcast merchandise for big. sizzling designs. You can of course get our logo. You can get it on a T-shirt designed by queer artists, all queer artists. Robbie Roselle designed our logo. It's um. You can get on a T-shirt. You can get it on a tote bag. Um, and then there's also, you know, there's our theme song t-shirt, which is called the Press Play t-shirt, which has the mugs on, on the breast pocket. It has, it has the social handle on the back. There's also, of course, our theater, pop culture, love and life in New York City t shirt with a stacked text. You know, podcasts being a visual medium, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and then they'll see it on our Instagram. There's our Risky Are You Well t-shirt which pays homage to some gay fantasia it pays homage to grinder right yeah gay fantasia oh my god anyway speaking of speaking of gay um happiness (laughs) something (laughs) big happened that's breaking news i know and i'm i'm still shaking because i can't believe this happened you know we talk about chris evans Mm. and captain america being america's ass Mhm. Now it's America's dick. It is because Chris Evans's dick pic has leaked. alleged, 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 and he leaked it himself on accident, or was it an accident? You know, I'm so used to giving. It's so nice to receive for once in my <laughs> life. This gift, after everything that we've gone through this year, it's blessings on blessings. I know. Oh my God, it's just great. And Mark Ruffalo was even like kind of tweeting about it. I know. I think it's amazing. I think They're it's so great. fun. They're so fun. And he didn't let us down. He did The reviews are in. That's all we can say. And I'll also say this. Who doesn't have a dick pic on their camera roll? So, no, you know, he shouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> Everyone does. All right. You know what? Enough of this tomfoolery. I know. It's on my mind. So I had to, we had to bring it up. We had to bring it up. Let's also, bring in our guest. Also, it's 11-11. Make a wish. <gasps> all right. All right. I hope everyone took a moment, I think everyone took a moment to wish on that, that pause. Connor, bring in our guest. He's been okay. on the edge of his seat, ready to jump into this conversation the whole time I can just tell. Oh my God, okay, here we go. Our Kentucky Fried guest is one of the most in demand leading men on stage and screen. In addition to being one of our most requested guests ever. With his Bachelor of Music from Baldwin Wallace University, he splashed onto the Broadway scene in 2016 standing by in Dear Evan Hansen. His stage credits include The White Card at ART, West Side Story in Lexington, Carrie, My Fair Lady, Dogfight, The Secret Garden, A Chorus Line, and so much more. He can be heard on the cast album of Alice by Heart, having appeared as the White Rabbit in its production at MCC. Our guest won a Theater World Award in 2019 for originating the role of Jean Lane in Girl from the North Country, which also opened on Broadway this past February. In addition to recurring on Homeland in the American's He appeared on Law & Order SVU and in the films Uncle Frank, The Social Ones, and Adam. This summer, he led the Sarah Bareilles slash Jesse Nelson series Little Voice on Apple TV Plus, which we're obsessed with. And he's currently in pre-production for the eagerly anticipated movie adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen as Connor Murphy. Please welcome to drama, Colton Colton Ryan. Ryan.
1: Oh my gosh. It's, you know, the waiting room outside... for the studio is so nice. I've just been waiting. Um, and it, you, it's really great. You have like a Keurig out there. It's so nice. Oh,
0: Tracy didn't bring um, you the, the coffee.
1: It was so I didn't need Tracy. Okay. I, I didn't uh, meet a Tracy. Oh, okay. So, well, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause a stir. No,
0: um, we'll deal with it after. Um. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure.
1: I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't want to cause a... I think Tracy probably is wonderful. You shouldn't get rid of her. I should probably just in the restroom. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> Drama. Also, you like you, you packed on my res and sounded really nice when you said it
0: you've done so many things so many things
1: It it, maybe but it feels nice when to hear you say it in that in that order (laughs) i was like oh my god
0: um colton i know that we you've okay so we've known who you are for years and we have so much to talk about but before we dive into everything else i have one question to ask you are you well
1: yeah, I know. Oh my god, I'm 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 healthy, which is all you can ask yeah. for, right? It's been officially six Are months. Are you all well? Oh my gosh, yeah, I'd say yeah, really-
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. Now that it now that it kind yeah. of is starting to feel like fall, and I feel as if there's there's not like a I'm I'm feeling more calm. I guess mm-hmm. I was. We were actually talking about this yesterday. In March and April, that was like the scariest time I think I've ever experienced in my entire life. Just people, you didn't know what you could touch and what you couldn't touch. P- Everyone's losing their jobs. Every, literally everything is shutting down. People are getting sick. People are dying. It, it was just like the most horrifying thing ever. And I can't believe it, it's, we're like, I mean, obviously it's nowhere. It's not near being over, but I can't believe we made it six months beyond like the day You know, we were sent home from work, so I'm feeling more calm now because I feel like people have a better understanding of how to live their daily lives through this. So, yeah, I'm well.
1: Interesting. I, I, I would love whatever whatever cocktail you're (laughs) you're sipping on because I'm the exact opposite. I'm like it's just getting worse and worse for me. Uh (laughs) Like I'm I'm looking around and I'm like it's so. We were just talking this the other day, my my girlfriend and I, about I've never. even with with people I know and love, no one's behavior has ever been observed in such a way before. Like you, ne- you didn't know what your, how your best friend was when someone like walked up and they were holding the door. You know, you didn't you didn't know if they were like, "Oh, thank you," or if they were like, "Fuck uh-huh. off," <laughs> punch yeah, in the face. Yeah. You know. But now we all know each other's like, like very distinct behavior because we're all like you post online, and you're like. Where's your mask? And like, you know, you're you're being observed probably for a good reason, but it's just, it's also illuminating a lot (laughs) that sometimes people I know and love, we have different levels of uh, hygiene is the the nice way to put it. And uh, selfishness is the bad Mm -hmm. way, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, 100%. Not to get too dark about it, but like, you know, shit's crazy right now, so.
0: It is crazy.
1: And people are just like bopping about and i'm like wait a sec i it has been six months and it's going to be another six yep. months um so i'm hunkering i'm, I'm staying in this house
0: <laughs> that's the thing is like I'm for in. anyone who's not in the entertainment industry a lot of normalcy has returned but like the three of us haven't gone back to the jobs that we had in march yet and so it's you know like 54 below isn't going to open anytime soon and connor works for a marketing agency on Broadway and that's not going back anytime soon. So North Country's not coming back. I mean,
1: especially yet. No, especially 54. I mean, like is there even an AC event in there?
0: There is. In the there basement? is. Yeah. It was broken last summer when Sherry Renee Scott <laughs> and Norbert Leo Butts were performing and it was a hot summer in more ways than one.
1: Oh, I was going to say, my gosh, that writes itself. God, I forgot
0: about that. It's like, it's so removed now from my mind that I don't really think about life before because like we've left new york to come back to cleveland just for now to have more space it's just so different did you stay in new york in the beginning
1: no no um my mom and sister was like was like come home now and and frankly i mean it was like yeah it was either a a house where we could actually just kind of like or even just outside i mean it was the idea that like we could go outside which was a which was a privilege but um, yeah, I got in the car and we went to Kentucky and we stayed there for like four months.
0: Wow. Did you ever think you'd be back home again for that long of a period of time?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'd always wanted to scratch that itch and I'm glad it's over. Uh, yes. Yep.
0: Dylan says the same thing all the mm-hmm. time. Like he's always like, like for years, he'd be like, you know, wouldn't it be cool to just see what it's like in Ohio again? Well, way back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You got, you got it now. Now, not the <laughs> change <a laughs> topic. But Dylan was
0: like, Dylan was being so dark about it. He was like, "I feel like I manifested this," and I was like, "Dylan, you did not manifest moving home for six <sighs> months. Like, this is crazy. You're being a psychopath." I, I know. know. Not the pandemic. Not the pandemic. You have some experience in Ohio yourself. You you went to college here.
1: I do. Mm-hmm. I know the area quite What do you well. hold
0: most close about your time at Baldwin Wallace?
1: You know, it's funny. Um, I feel like actually part of the like scratching the itch of of um, old like nostalgic memories and things is like, I, you know, I left school a little early to do Evan Hansen, and um, and so there's like a couple things I just like wanted to do last time, and they're really dumb. They're like, they're pretty much like ha- like going to Crocker Park and skipping class on a Friday and just like like very very like like run of the mill like very commercial. Like take me to the Aveda, get my hair cut, <laughs> go to the Cheesecake Factory. God, we
0: love Crocker just Park. Sit.
1: Crocker Park can, can have you get ever been it, to B Spot, you know I mean? the and like,
0: Michael Simon restaurant there?
1: Of mm-hmm. course, of course I've been to B Spot. Good milkshakes. Great. Yeah. And they have that like wall of like all the, the beers that like
0: it's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: it is very sweet. Um it's also yeah there's like a couple things like that. Like or just like walking around honestly like Berea in the fall was really nice
0: oh I can picture it
1: actually Berea in the spring yeah both you know yeah
0: because you left like what like fall like November of yeah actually I remember yeah my boyfriend was auditioning at Baldwin Wallace for musical theater programs and he said that you performed like at like the audition day or something like that
1: yeah um that's actually it's a crazy story as I get older I think about how how crazy it actually was but um the only, so when I got Dear Evan Hansen, I was also, I had been rehearsing for months to do West Side Story at my school. And um, the only caveat of like, so my, my program had Vicky, she like was like acting as like co-agent on the deal, like brokering it, like protecting uh-huh. my interests uh-huh. pretty much. And her only like, like stipulation was that I had to be able to perform in West Side before I left. Now schedule wise, that wasn't gonna work. I, I needed to fly me to New mm. York and and start learning the show. So, the, so the, we figured it out where I went for three days, learned the entire score and watched the show three times, flew home, performed a week's worth of <laughs> West side story, and then got in a car and drove all my belongings and moved officially right after that, wow. which I think about all the time now of like the fact that a like a Broadway commercial producer was like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> that is so wild to me.
0: Stacey Mendich wanted you. was like
1: I get I'm mean, or just desperate at that point. I don't it was like also like it was game time. And I think they were just like, "You know what? Yeah. I mean, like people are paying money to see this thing and they're like, have a good time at your graduation." <laughs> <laughs> it was like so like, "Oh, this kid needs to finish. He needs to do finish what he started," which was actually very kind and I really like it was really emotionally um Like, very fulfilling for me to do that because I'd always wanted to do the show. And the fact that we were doing it at school, and it was like I was leaving. I mean, it was, you could probably imagine it was like, and everyone was so funny and shitty to me about it being like, I could not go to rehearsal without being like, (laughs) Broadly, like, every time I'd walk in, which of course I hated and I loved.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, okay. So, how soon then after you left BW did you actually go on for Evan?
1: Uh it, it was actually we just talked about to the day. Uh it was April. Oh wow. And um it was a Sunday. And well yeah, no, because Ben was like I mean, it was crazy watching him do that because he just was like an A Land and he like just genuinely was like, I don't I'm gonna do this eight times a week and he was he was going the full distance and it just was like, you know, April. It was like over almost like two hundred performances at that point. And it was like, That's Oh nuts. my god, how could you do this? It was amazing to watch and so when it happened i, I felt really prepared and it, that was a quite a gift um and the craziest part of this whole thing is that same sunday was by some stroke of luck the same time that um my classmates were there for the showcase i don't know do you all know this story? no this was like, like a crazy thing that happened where like my so i hadn't seen my best friends for like you know three months four months and they're all getting ready for showcase and stuff. And they just come. I'm like, so excited for this weekend because it's like they're finally going to be moving here and they'll and I'll have my friends again. And we're like literally at the like alumni brunch that Sunday morning. And I just get a phone call. It's like, you're going. And so we literally like all of us just, we were all there. I mean, like 20, I, we probably bought like 30 <laughs> tickets that day or something like that. We literally ran over from what of the Lori Beachman, having alumni brunch, walked over with like pitchforks at the box. I was like, give us the fucking <laughs> tickets. Like, <laughs> this kid is going on. And, um, <laughs> and we got like, we really packed the house. We really peppered it, uh, so, so to speak, I guess. But like, it was so funny because, I mean, I had prepared myself, you know, when they do the whole, the, you know, opens the laptop. It's been, everyone claps. It's kind of written in the mm-hmm. show now. But it can live as a moment alone. You know, it's not exactly like a star entrance mm-hmm. moment. So I was waiting. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just gonna open the laptop. We'll just keep going." And because all my friends, they all like leaned to their like their people next to them. They're like, "Hey, that's my friend. If you don't <laughs> mind, like, there's this part. Where he opens the laptop. You're gonna want to clap. There. I'm gonna be clapping. Just follow my lead. Like, Aww. so it was amazing. I mean, it was, It went on for like a minute and a half, and it was like I started crying. And, you know, it was the whole thing, and and then we did it. I mean, yeah, that was my april I guess. wow yeah. it was just kind of it was it was chismet.
0: Chismet. oh how fun is that i've never heard that story i love it
1: yeah it was kind of it was wild i mean it felt too like it was like this is too common. what do you
0: yeah. remember other than that what do you remember from your first performance as evan
1: i remember something very distinctly um i remember that rehearsing the show and stuff i had felt very very you know i was young i felt very weak i felt like i couldn't really like handle the full weight of it even though i knew like i knew how to perform it i felt like i could sing it especially like on its own but it's a marathon so i just was so nervous of like every time we rehearsed it in succession just one or two things would go wrong that just didn't make me feel right and i just felt so scared and i remember distinctly when waving started which is i think still the most nerve-wracking part of the show um i remember i had like kind of just like laid on the ground in the dressing room and sort of like manifested to a couple different angels of that mm-hmm. I know and saying just like please give me the strength for this um, and and I remember going out and doing waving and, and I, it's I'm not really spiritual I'm not really superstitious or anything like that not a lot but um, I remember actually feeling like I was outside of my body like I, I felt all of a sudden this like My body was grounded. I was above it. And I just watched as I I just sang the song better than I ever probably sang it. And it was so bizarre because that was the part that I was really most nervous about. And then it just was like, it was too ooky spooky. Like it was also, we were all there for my, my friend, my late friend, Kyle. They have a foundation and, and we were there also that evening, we were going to be going to, to this huge fundraiser Mm -hmm. for him, and, And I just was like, I, it was also in the same it was a theater right next door he performed at the imperial right. so i just i just felt i i thought it was him i mean in a lot of ways i just felt like he had just genuinely picked me up and was like i'm gonna take this here i'll you know i'll do this for you wow. um and, and it was never that easy ever again
0: <laughs> i am like i'm almost moved to tears colton that is absolutely gorgeous that's so cool.
1: It was cool. I mean, I, I, am not because that's thing. I'm not really into that kind of stuff. I, you know, it was weird for me. I was just so scared in like in a like a dark place that I just literally laid on the ground. and Was like, like please help if you can. I, I, don't do this, but you know, I'm, I'm not a prayer or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it was just like, if you can, like I, I can really use it. And I think the whole thing was just to be like, like hey, you got it. Uh-huh. You know, I'm gonna just pick you up a little. But you, you have it. You know, it was it was it was pretty awesome.
0: Oh my I God. Thanks that. for sharing that. Cause that is like, that's unreal. Um, that's that is, that is seriously. So then you, you were with Evan Hansen like a, maybe like six more months beyond mm-hmm. that.
1: Oh no. Oh yeah. 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 Six, yeah, You're right. Exactly.
0: We were actually, we, okay. So we were going to, we can we had tickets to the show in like mid July, 2017. And we found out Ben wasn't mm-hmm. going to be there, but we had already seen him in at arena stage. Um, so we were like, Oh cool. We'll get to see Colton. And then it was like, literally, I think the first time Michael, was isn't it Michael Lee Brown went mm-hmm. on? Yeah, and Michael- although we were excited to see him, we were bummed to miss you. We were like, Oh my God, of course this is happening. But so we were that close to seeing you as Evan. Um,
1: uh, well, my, I mean, yeah. Michael was great, but I'm sure I was also bummed. that. You <laughs> yeah, didn't see
0: definitely. It you could feel it. Um, so then like, so after you left Evan Hansen, you probably thought that that chapter was over and then,
1: Yes, I very much thought it was.
0: I know it's like still very early. There's probably not a whole lot you can say, but now you're going to be in the movie.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I had, I mean, like, I I made a point to close the door. I was like, you know, this was the most impactful thing that's ever happened to me. Um, But, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, it's still something I think that the industry has to work on in terms of like how they include, or how they just kind of manipulate the hierarchy that gets sort of just instilled in people of like, you know, if you're an understudy or standby, I, I want to say it's nobody's fault, but it kind of it's everybody's fault. It's just that you kind of get, you know, dunked on a bit. And like, I felt, you know, proud of the work I'd done there, but I wasn't in the DNA of it, you know, I joined the last, I mean, I actually joined on the last day of tech on Broadway. So, I mean, the show was written. I mean, it was, it was a perfect egg at that point already. So as much as I was like learning it, it was more about playing catch up and it was less about feeling, um, like I was really like adding something Mm -hmm. to it, you know, you know, that's not anyone's fault, partially my own, but, you know, I, I closed the door to being like, you know, I, I think I need to try. I, I like this feeling. I like, I like feeling around this energy. I'd never been around something that was new. Um, and I liked it, even though I was just in the tailcoats of it. I really enjoyed it, and so I was like, I guess I gotta, I gotta move on, so I can try to continue to do things like that, or start doing things like that. Um, and so for it to come back in this way, um, as, especially because I mean, I'll be frank with you, like I, like I, I didn't feel particularly like exactly down the the money any one of those three guys. Okay. On paper, but, but. You know, it's funny, by the end of my time there, some people had like, been like, hey, you know, maybe, maybe Connor. Yeah, maybe. Which I always thought was really strange. I mean, I, I grew up like, you know, in like, Kentucky playing like sports and things. I was never like the dark kid. Mm-hmm. I perpetually look like I'm smiling. <laughs> so like, I just, But I mean, I, it's not like, I mean, how do I put it? It's it's still feelings I, I understand mm-hmm. and, and get and like, and for it to come back in this way in the, I mean, the fucking movie, I know. you know what I mean? Like, Crazy. like talk about like, I'm just, I'm just riding, you know, I'm like, I'm a hands up. I'm just riding. Mm-hmm. Out.
0: When I saw you were announced, I was like, Oh my God. Legit. And also the people that are playing your family as well. I'm just like, I see it. I mean, Amy Adams, come on. Like this is going to be, I think she's going to win the Golden Globe for supporting performance in a film. I really do.
1: Listen from your, from your mouth, you know,
0: I just think it's going to be great. And I also like the idea that, I mean, I don't really think you and Ben look similar, but I like the idea that Evan and Connor do in that way for when Evan does enter the Murphy family, it's like this weird replacement surrogate type situation. So Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you. Oh my God. I, I, and, you know the role of Connor. I think the fans have latched on to significantly. I mean, I see so many like fan art pages. People love this this character. So I think you're gonna do it justice. Well, I think
1: it's. I think it's. Thank you. I think it. I think it is a. It is a similar this the other day because it is a big responsibility. Just because you know there's a there's a a purpose for why it's like the Connor character what you know of him as a like like you know the first two scenes the person who he really is you don't really get a full glimpse into just so that the symbol of it of like of when you're watching it it's it's sort of like the um as as one director once put it to me he's the he's the jesus of the show <laughs> in so many words because he he genuinely like you don't get to know him but you know that place you know that feeling and then he takes his life for yours you get to watch mm. you get to and and quite literally as as i make a joke but in the show the way it's built is like he comes in and one boy trades his life for evans right it's like they're both there and one takes the just from like a very like global storytelling mm-hmm. like you know it could it but that's the thing that's so sad about it, especially like even with covid like 25% of, of at-risk youth are now, you know, suicidal. It, it, this COVID thing is just upping it like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it it's just about being able to watch someone, I think, and think and see, see it all play out as unfortunate as it is. And yet see how much it crushes a family, how much they matter. Mm-hmm. You get to actually watch it in real time and you go, okay, maybe I, sh- maybe I should hold on because maybe I matter as well. And maybe I should, you know, there's just a lot there, I think, for people to, to watch and, or also not watch, you know, it's like to kind of just get a glimpse into and then be protected from to not have to see all of it. It's just, it's a big, it's a big responsibility, I think. And I'm, I'm, very, I'm very thankful and, and humbled to do it, you know.
0: You're going to rock it. I, I am so excited for you. And whenever it comes out, we'll be cheering you on. Thank so you. this is like kind of like where your career is at now, but Connor and I really love to talk about where your career might've began or like when that little seed was planted in your head with this segment we call the Ring of Keys moment. And it's sort of just when you got, were bitten by the, the entertainment or theater bug. Do you have like a specific time in your life that you can recall?
1: Is it, does it need to be Does it need to be a voyeur thing, like something I saw or something it I did? Could be, it could be anything. Either. Okay, because it's easy for this, seeing it, my mom made me sit down and watch West Side Story the film when I was in seventh grade and I was like whoa because I was like I was like that guy sings like that and he gets Nally Wood I was like, whoa. <laughs> like it just like it all clicked in a really like now I hate even saying it out loud like a, like that is like the baseline of like I went to theater for the girls <laughs> um which I hate but the reality is the first time I ever did it uh got the bug was like I was in the fifth grade and we did a production of the wizard of oz at my like at my art school um it was the middle school production and then the fifth graders and fourth graders were asked to be nice and of course and i i had never done theater but i was a it was a little arts program and i was a, a vocal major and so they were like well let's pepper in some vocal majors to be um singing roles soloists so i was the coroner of munchkin city oh wow now The intent of this was to have a sweet little boy just come out and sing in his, like, little tenore, you know, castrati, like, And I would not have it. I, like, I, when I got the role, I literally, like, went home and I, like, took the, like, I don't know if it was VHS at this point or DVD, but I was just, like, rewinding the tape to back to, because you know the movie, right?
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, and... And of course the coroner is just like the Swedish coroner is like As yeah. you know, and like it's like this whole character uh-huh. thing. I, I I loved that. So I just would watch it over and over and I like perfected this accent, brought it in, cut out of town immediately. It was like <laughs> get out, nope. Don't what are you doing? It was like and I, I realized I was like I never worked on anything that mm. hard until then. And only to be stolen from me <laughs> before we even made it to the stage.
0: Hot out of town, <laughs> savage. You learned that lesson young, though. I can't you know?
1: it. Yeah, something you know. Sometimes it's for the service of the story. So it's just <laughs> not going to work. You know, even if it's a good moment.
0: So you settled on the like the the traditional kind of sweet little boy performance, right?
1: Yeah, and and I think everyone could tell, like my my family included, could tell that I was like really half assing it once because I was like this isn't me and this isn't my work like <laughs> like as a little theater was just like this is just bullshit i'm just gonna yeah. go it you know is your
0: twitter profile picture you at the age in which you played this role
1: i have it right here um yeah i, I bet that's around the yes i'm sure that's around the right because i can see it so clearly actually that's a little younger that's got to be like second okay grade. okay
0: it's so cute and curious and wild <laughs> Mis- mischievous.
1: I've been finding a lot of those recently because, you know, I spent a lot of time at home. So I was looking and I was like, what happened? I was a cutie. I am sick.
0: <laughs> I can still see it. You still look like that, Colton. You do. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank thank you. I was pushing. Thank you.
0: <laughs> um, now, I do want to mention something else that we loved you in. We actually came back to see the show a second time. It was Alice by Heart. Ooh. Yes. We were like- huge spring awakening fans so anything that's like in that vein of obviously it's duncan Sheik and steven sater but we i mean we were just listening to the album yesterday it is so good your voice sounds perfect on there you're like the it's like the john groff of that album you know what i mean like i'm sure as you're a spring awakening fan like <laughs> I'll
1: put on, i'm putting that on my website I <laughs> the john groff of I love that
0: you are what's what's the one it's um it's like we went down the hall. It's so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I that was honestly like one of the the my greatest New York experiences like walking over to 10th Avenue in the freezing cold like with that group and that cast was like unbelievable. Um, and that's where I met like, that's where I met Jesse who ended up being my boss for Little Voice. Yeah. You know, like none of that would have happened if it wasn't for Alice and our work together on that and and I mean yeah Stephen and Duncan are like we're you know huge idols in my brain and now like our close friends and <laughs> it's just things that you just like don't expect to happen you know you're just like yeah it'd be nice to meet people like that but to work with them or them to actually respect your work like I mean that's just like that's like things you only dream of
0: that's so cool. You, yeah, you were amazing. I mean, the whole cast was amazing. I remember actually one time seeing a whole group of you, like, as I was leaving 54 one night, you guys were all, like, linked arms walking down the street. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I know I spotted, like, Molly, Gordon, and Noah Galvin, and you, and...
1: And me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's Maybe Wes. Uh, I maybe, think Wes like, was there. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds oh, right. It
0: was truly an ensemble cast of stars.
1: It was unreal. I mean, like, Grace, he... I mean, it was just like wild watching everyone work. Cobra. I mean, yeah. it was just like watching people pop off scene to scene. Wow. Was, and then I got a, I got to watch like a ton of it. Poor them, they were always just like dancing and dancing the whole time through. And just cause like I was sick boy, I had to like, I got to sit yeah, out. You
0: were sick, you were sick. So me. I got to
1: watch, oh, very. I was like TV yeah. when there was like no cure, like that sickly. It
0: was bad. It was sad I to saw. watch. We love the like show, though. It was we actually, great. it was cool to see because I think we saw it really early on, and mm-hmm. I remember specifically the ending changed by the time we saw it a second time. Like I think at one point your character was like, right. He moved up. He moved yeah. Up.
1: Wow, you saw that. Yeah. And
0: um, and then when we went back, I I love that about theater that it is ever evolving, and I, I think that that is such a a neat part of it. I remember when we saw Dear Evan Hansen at Arena Stage, we saw mm-hmm. it in previews, and um at one point they they called out like stop like i don't even know who it was in the in the crowd but this show stopped it was in the scene in act two when um the Heidi, moms for the first time yeah mm-hmm. she, they're like she's meeting the murphy parents and they're i remember yeah. dylan and i were shook because we'd never seen anything like this yeah. before but they're like freeze or whatever they said and they stopped and they got off the, i guess the couch all they did was move the couch like a slight angle but they went so back weird. and then they just reset the scene and we were like, this what? is why, like, I don't know what was going on. Like, they, obviously they're not going to explain to the audience, like why they um, paused. I wonder what
1: that would even, the only thing I've ever seen like that was I once saw the fifth preview of Miss Saigon and I watched as the helicopter didn't. Sad. Come, and it was, no, it was like a rock concert. I mean, people like, that's why you pay for those tickets. Mm-hmm. You want to see that shit you go do. down and like, when when that thing didn't fly, the the cheers in there. I mean, it was like for somebody that was like you know what you're cheering for, right? Like this is failing. Like it was, it was but it was like honestly, it was so uplifting because like I'm sure for them. I mean, I could see this one this one woman who was like was like like acting her face off like against the gate, being like ah, let me throw, yeah. let me throw. And then I could see her as her like back was against the wall and she was hitting it like, and then all of a sudden she just was like. <laughs> oh. Like, literally, like, just, like, defeat. Oh, it's not coming. And for the, I mean, for the audience, like, it's, like, that's why you want to go. is because then you want to see that stuff. And then everyone just, like, wanted to succeed afterwards. Everyone was, like, screaming, Mm -hmm. like, when it came back. I mean, you couldn't hear in there. It was, like, yes, there's a helicopter in this fucking building. Like, it was just, like, crazy.
0: Oh, I love that. I'm jealous. Yeah, that, and then I feel like the audience is on the side of the cast for the rest of the show, whether they were loving it or not. It's, like, you feel like you're a part of something
1: oh yeah how can you not be it's like we've all been through mm-hmm. this together it's like i would love to know what it was like to be in that one like groundhog day where it like didn't happen like that would have been because they like stayed for like three yeah. four hours it
0: didn't, was that where they ended up being sort of like a concert wasn't it like the first preview
1: yeah they like they like kept like trying and trying and it just like would not happen and then i think it like it took like almost upwards of like an hour and they just like came out with chairs uh-huh. and stands and they just did a concert wow <sighs> But people yeah. were there for forever. But I would have stayed. Oh, like, which is, yeah, which is, is like, crazy. I remember
0: thinking like, this is so Groundhog Day to have to like restart the show over and over again.
1: Over and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm, meta.
0: Truly. Okay. So you mentioned meeting Jesse Nelson, who was one of the, her and Sarah B together created Little Voice, which we love. Our mom loves. Like, it's like, it's such a good show. It's like.
1: It's meant for your mom. It's meant for your mom to she love. She was like, mm-hmm. I can't
0: believe you're talking to, to Samuel because we told her of course we're like she was big team samuel big team samuel
1: that's good Mm -hmm. she wanted sam endgame she did that's good i mean he
0: was available
1: emotionally and just just quite honestly physically there yeah he was
0: always there for her he was so nice i mean you did a great job Mm -hmm. and obviously this wasn't your first time on television but like you were just so natural i think sometimes like stage performers are used to doing it so big that when you get on screen sometimes it can appear a little maybe not really over the top but it might be difficult but you were so dropped in it was awesome
1: I, I think that I mean I think it's it's you know acting is acting so like it just depends you know it's like if I was on a NBC sitcom like it would have been a shitty performance you know what I mean like I it, it just it would have been like that kid is too dropped in you know what I mean like so I know what you mean, but I feel like it's, it sucks. Cause also like in, even just like the casting realm, we get a bad rap as theater mm-hmm. people. Cause it's like, just because you didn't stigmatize yourself as like a, Oh, I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. kind of actor. I'm just, a bit, you know, because of that, you're like, Oh, we can't find a place. They're going to be, they're going to be singing every time they're on screen. They're going to be jazz hands in and like, yeah, you know what I mean? It sucks
0: too. Cause the other side of it, like people rejoice when a film actor steps on to, on stage it's like when mm-hmm. neil patrick harris did hedwig or like any time, like um even like chris evans like when he went from marvel to doing yep. um lobby hero people are like "Ooh!" like no one thinks oh a movie star can't do broadway but sometimes the other way around
1: that's true it's weird yeah there's a lot more there's a lot more give and take of like oh i can't wait to see how they like any because the bar is so low mm-hmm. at that point and of course they're gonna they're gonna like way exceeded because of course they're very talented it's just always like this weird vicious cycle of like going to see someone to be like oh i love them in that in that film and then oh they'll probably be just okay and then of course they're mm-hmm. great and they're like oh my uh-huh. god they are so good yeah. it's like yes it is just a camera or a proscenium like it's, it's just one or uh-huh. the other but yeah
0: i really liked little voice i think i liked that it felt very um like it wasn't Although although it was a drama, you know it it was very sweet and hopeful. Mm-hmm. I just really liked that, and my favorite episode, oh my god, was the one where they filmed the music video. Yeah, I
1: it is just
0: like. Have you seen the movie Begin Again with Mark Ruffalo, Kira Knightley, Katherine Keener, Haley no, Seinfeld? No, I know of it. But it's no, of it. it's a similar like they're they decide to record an album and use New York as like it's live as the studio. So you can hear like the sounds of the city in it, but they do stuff like that where they're like, you know, just going through, you know, they're on a rooftop or they're in an alley. And it felt, I was reminded of that movie when I was watching that episode, but it was just so good. It was so sweeping and romantic. And that song is a bop.
1: Yeah, it is. That song is like a bona fide yeah. bop. Um That was our favorite one too, because like TV is also strange. You don't like, interact with a lot of the people like we we all had not met each other mostly until that episode because everyone kind of has their thing with Bess and it would go back mm-hmm. and forth and so we always called it like the Avengers episode because we all just teamed up and yeah I mean I think it shows like it's like it's so much well it's also like the turning point I'm not going to get into the details sorry, of like sorry, sorry, what sorry, like sorry. the plot is but you know it's like it, it was that one's just like full mm-hmm. of joy and it starts getting sort of like it's also where i start shooting my shot you know you so do
0: like, and you're no fool because you're like all right we're all gonna go grab drinks and she's like um i guess i'll like catch you catch you there soon i'm
1: gonna hang back and i'm like I'm you're like, okay i see what's win. going on here
0: uh-huh uh-huh kind <laughs> never not- laughing mm-hmm. like that only happens in tv like if one of your friends was like emma i'll catch up with you in a second like you'd be like no i'll just wait with you <laughs> like that never happens in real life you know <laughs> <laughs> that is so true like Oh
1: my god no it's like so dark we're in the middle of a park like yeah it'll, it'll just be a second right, right? but that,
0: that happens in tv and film all the time
1: that is so true um i
0: yeah. will have, i do have one gripe with the show and it's that you didn't get your own solo song
1: season two baby I
0: season know, we're, we're crossing our fingers for it yeah well we don't know that much about samuel in general so i hope we dive into him because it is bess's mm-hmm. perspective right like one of the, I yeah. think it is one of those rare shows nowadays where there's a lot of characters, but it really is how she interacts with them. With aside from maybe a few yeah. scenes with her, with Prisha and her brother, it's really mm-hmm. what she's up to. So hopefully, if there's season two, I, I think there will be. I think Apple TV Plus. This is me talking out of my ass, but I think it's a new network. They're not going to just cancel all of their you know first season shows that are out there. So I, I have high hopes that they'll be like, yeah, we'll from, give it another shot. From your I mouth.
1: Think, I mean, I'm, I love your manifestations all, all today. Yes.
0: Yeah. Amy Why? Adams. Why? What? <laughs> yeah. Amy Adams is going to win a Golden Globe. She... <laughs> We're,
1: We're getting to season you two. two.
0: Um, you're going to, you're going to slay waving through a window in 2017. So all of this. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was his. Retroactively.
1: Um,
0: I, I really hope for the best for, for more of that. I, I love it so much. And I just have to ask, did, did you get to interact much with Sarah Bareilles?
1: Oh, yeah. We were, like, in the studio most, like, a lot of times, yeah.
0: I'm so jealous. I mean, that was,
1: like, I, she knows, like, it's, like, embarrassing at this point, like, I, how much I'm, I go on things and I'm, like, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan <laughs> because she's genuinely, like, my boss and we hang out quite often. Uh, so, like, when we were in the studio, those are probably, like, I, I like days on set, but, like, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed... I'd never been in a recording studio of like that capacity of like actually sitting on the couch and like kind of volleying and having ideas and things. And like, that was the thing. She was, she's one of the best songwriters of our generation. And yet she would still be like, Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think you should do harmony wise here? And I was like, um, I don't know. (laughs) You know, like, it was like, I was, I was goofed by the whole thing. I I still am that she would like, I mean, she's just so, I mean, Everything that the show is, which is, like, you know, like love and light and warmth, and, like, that's just all comes from, like, the philosophy of House of Borellis. Like, it's just – that's kind of, like, her and Jesse's thing. It's just, like, it's real. You can't fake that level of, like, genuine warmth, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, they dish it. I mean, it's just – it's everywhere. It trickles down.
0: That, that makes me so happy. Well, you did a phenomenal job, and – I, I'm wondering too because it looked like it was kind of cold when you were filming it. Was this? Did you film it in in 2019, like fall, or like?
1: Yeah, it was 2019. We we shot from like end of August till.
0: Okay. Oh wow! Because the North Country. Yeah.
1: But it looks like a summer show. It like it has a very much like a summer haze. Yeah. Season.
0: God, and I will say it made me miss New York so much. Like being away from it, and like. Mm-hmm. Those nights like in the village or wherever you might be, like, ah, miss, made me miss it. But okay, so then North Country happens right after that, and this is like sitting in the can. Right. Um we saw North Country right I think it was your last preview, I wanna say. We love really? seeing yeah. the last preview because the show's like frozen, but the tickets like, are cheaper. Yeah,
1: but it's still exciting. <laughs> Something that we found it's... out. We won't we won't tell anyone. Do you think now, anyone's no. listening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving away million dollar ideas here. Is anyone listening?
0: Um, we talked to Austin Scott earlier this summer, just about that show, and he sang your praises, of course. Well, um, and just like, what about like a unique Americana haunting story that was like, what was that experience like mm-hmm. so far? I mean, I'm once this all comes back, I would hope that North Country is one of the shows that returns to the Belasco. Yeah.
1: I, I I, would say, I'd say it's, you know, me manifesting again. Like it's, I think it's a good, it's a mm-hmm. good shot. I mean, but first off, let's just sing Austin Scott's praises for a little more, you know? What a, what a cherub.
0: I know. So, oh, great. Like,
1: so talented and like the nicest man I've ever met.
0: Oh it's my God. amazing. He, he
1: was like right on the hall. That's the thing. We were just, that's, that's actually like the biggest heartbreaking whole thing too, is like, so Austin and I just like had, had met, you know, from doing this version and, and I mean, he was down the hall and like, we were just getting settled. Like I had the Xbox set up, like it was like time to start hanging about to go on like a double date, like the whole thing, you know, it was like, I, I, that's the stuff I miss more than anything was just like, it it almost would have been better not to have opened. opened. Mm. Like if we had just like not even, I, I say that, but that probably wouldn't be true. But like, that's my favorite part about the whole thing is like getting like we worked hard and hard and we worked, you know, in 2018, really hard on it. And like, and it was like going to be finally time to hit the stretch, like the time not to like relax, but I mean, kind of to like actually just be able to be like, yeah, we did this. It's in really good shape. We know how to do it. Now we can like, like have a drink after the show, you know, like that's the kind of stuff. That's the stuff you live for. In my opinion, that's like the, that's the part is like the community and the fun part with like everyone else in the building. And yeah, I mean, what was the question exactly? I mean, oh I no, know. no. I
0: love listening to you talk about it. I was just curious like what, what your experience was so far with creating this role on Broadway.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it was wonderful. It was, it's kind of hard to think of it as like an experience because like when we did it the first time we became such like a tight knit unit that I, I don't like, it never, this sounds so lame, but it didn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it just was, we were all just showing up. We all kind of, even though the show would change a bit here and there, we we knew what we were trying to do. We'd, we'd done the work outside at the public and, like, yeah. and, you know, little internal thing here, internal thing there. But, like, <clears throat> but for the most part, everyone was pretty, like it was in game mode, like just just knew exactly. So it was like a lot more fun. It was a lot more, uh, there was like excitement percolating in the air always. I mean, it just felt like victory lap was like the wrong word for it, but but that's kind of the feeling everyone was, I feel like, always going in with was like, we knew that even if it like somehow did worse than it did to the public, right, that we were all very, very proud of what we'd Mm. done. And that was, you know, that's like, so no, I, it's like hard for me sure. to remember even like specific moments. Cause we were just kind of like very familiar with each other. So every day was sort of like, I mean, I shared a dressing with Mark Kudish. I'll, I'll, I can't wait for that again, just because the sheer amount of conversations I never would have oh, had yeah. in my life. I, in, in the month span, it was, I mean, it was like, it was the odd couple. <laughs> it is the odd couple. I still get a call from like, we still talk every like once every two weeks or so. I'm like,
0: that's so nice.
1: And he's like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Good. Sorry, I miss that kind of stuff.
0: That's, that makes me sad, but I'm, I'm hopeful that everything will come back in a beautiful new way. I mean, the show is so dark, and, I mean, it's fascinating. We saw it at the public. Dark. dark.
1: Oh, yeah. The, mean, lighting,
0: the lighting, especially in the theater, you're like, <laughs> it's such a mood.
1: You're in it. You're in the crawl space. Yeah, it's like he's like, cut the lights let mayor turn away from the audience don't sing your song don't give it you know it's like it's also like rock and roll that's the thing i missed too it felt so like even though it, it is a it is a reverent piece to just theater mm-hmm. in general it, it still felt very like like miniature punk mm-hmm. you know it was just like a little bit punk about the whole thing it was a little just like fuck you uh-huh. whole thing, which just kind of like that gets that gets me going you know that that that's my kind of jazz so like so I, I miss yeah that kind of that the the darkness of it, I miss that being like the dark kid on the uh-huh. hallway.
0: and in the haunted theater, you know like the mean? most haunted theater of the mall,
1: I know people would say they saw the woman, the like the Mrs. Velasco yeah. or whatever people would say all the time up in the
0: balcony, it. right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah oh my the god, that, I that stuff scares the crap out of me
1: that's the thing I don't believe it until mm-hmm. I do I'm like i don't. I don't subscribe to it at all. But if you were like, Hey, let's like the other day, we were talking about, this, about doing a seance in this one house and they were like, you don't believe in it. And I was like, yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't, fuck right. with it. Like that's, <laughs> that's different. We've all seen it go
0: very wrong in movies.
1: So it's like, yeah, that's asking mm. for trouble. Like, I'm, I mess with good energy. Like I don't, you're good. I don't believe in the bad, but I just don't, I just don't go. Yeah. Right.
0: <sighs> you're looking for good trouble.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, right okay. So, w- sadly, we are wrapping up. Oh, my God. I'm so upset. Did you come how my voice changed to, like, radio announcer voice? Um, NPR, yeah. <laughs> they are so. They all talk so, like I, – I feel sleepy when they're
1: – You ever wonder if there's, like, an orientation on it? Maybe like, there's, like, a whole – nice Oh, like, yeah. certif- Certification sure. on it, like, to get to, like, silky smooth. Yeah.
0: It's like, eat a spoonful of peanut butter and whisper –
1: Mm. that asmr like this week donald trump said,
0: mm-hmm. it's very well th- i have chills right now asmr gives me goosebumps in a scary way
1: does it i don't see that's the thing that's another that's another weird energy thing i just don't subscribe. subscribe to at all. I'm like i'm like i don't what don't you like, get, is, it like it's not the same but it reminds me of, like scratching on a, on a chalkboard i'm like yeah. I, don't want, I don't need to like stimulate myself that I way. I guess it relaxes it some people. Yeah.
0: Like my boyfriend says that they helps them go yeah. to sleep sometimes.
1: Yeah. Really? I couldn't listen to someone else whispering to me and think to myself, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, those two things don't, don't work for me. Um, they make, they make me yeah, feel scared.
0: Um, okay, so we like to wrap up on a dose of drama, which is just, it could be a piece of content we're consuming, something that we're feeling moody about something we're feeling dramatic about, or it could just be like anything going on in the world, in pop culture, in the U S anything. Does anybody want to kick it off? Dylan, I know you had one pre prepared. Yeah. So when this, by the time this comes out, this might be slightly old news, but there are these, it is fire season in California and on the West coast right now. And because of climate change, things have never been more like high risk and these white nonsensical people I say that as a white man with their gender reveal parties. There's this recent one that sparked a massive fire. Tens of thousands of acres of forests have already been burned because of this pyrotechnic event gone wrong. And Colton was talking earlier about selfishness. This goes right along with it. It is so selfish that you need to have some massive event. Like you're already having a baby shower. You probably already took a whole photo shoot with the chalkboard revealing the sex of your child. Like, you do not need to do a freaking fireworks show. It, and, it's, and it it caught onto some brush. It's destroyed all of this wildlife. And it's probably going to destroy a lot of property. We need to just stop doing this, especially in this, these times. But can we just go away with the concept of a gender reveal party in general? I think it's actually harmful in the long run. And it's just so unnecessary. Do people bring gifts mm-hmm. to those? Like that's
1: ah. I don't know. I don't even know what the rules would be in terms of... Like, I haven't got. thankfully, I haven't gotten an invite because I'd have to not so politely Mm -hmm. decline, but like, yeah, it's so strange. It's like you, because people, I I personally feel like when you have children, it's like, you're, you're uh, deliberately attempting to write your own failure. Mm -hmm. Right. You're like, you're trying to extend the, your reach of going, okay, I personally am, have these shortcomings. Um, but I'm going to give everything I have towards this child to hopefully give it something better or give it the chance to do something better. And like, I just feel like there's a lot of forgetting of that, of like the reason of Mm -hmm. having So like, it's the same with like, I talk with older people about, you know, everything going on right now. And they're like, and sometimes they'll just be like, you don't get it. And I'm like, why did you have me? What do you mean I don't get it? I have all the same values as you. You gave them to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading like specifically my mom or anyone for, Philly, yeah. you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like I have with friends all the time. I was like, oh, my parents, they're just always, they're like, they went to this Trump rally today. And like, I told them like, you know, and they're like, I'm gay. And it fucking sucks. And I'm like, okay, how, how do they look at you? And they literally are like, they're like, I made you in the image of, I taught you everything that, that I felt was good yeah. in the world. I tried to eradicate everything that was bad from it and gave it to you, and now you only see the world through those eyes. How could the information you have be wrong? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I always think it's crazy. We're talking when they're talking to kids, and they're like, "You're just not. You're not fully getting it." And you're like, "No, I see more than mm-hmm. you do. You don't know I even. Mean? You're on fucking Facebook. I'm on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like catch I know. up. Preach it.
0: Speak on it, Colton."
1: But let's get to yeah. pop culture, because that, that'd be yeah. more. What's everyone watching? I'm watching, uh, I'm a huge Love Island person, oh. so we're currently in the American version, because it's live, and being broadcast from Los Angeles. And it's every,
0: every day, right? It's quite the commitment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, it is like every like every okay, day, okay. I think. Yeah.
0: I have never gotten into Love Island, yeah, but, but I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Anglophile, so I love all things British. and I. Oh, you have I to know. watch.
1: Oh, it's like, especially, we had nothing to do, it's like 50-some-odd episodes. I can do it. Of just, like, of just Brits with different dialects and regional things that, you know, I'd never heard. And now, you know, you can pick them out. Now it's like, I love a Southern (laughs) boy, like, I love a boy from Uh Essex, you know, like, Uh that kind of thing. And all they do, and this is truly the extent of it, they just go into a house and they just talk because all they can do is either work out or talk. So they just talk. They, like it's all the same shamelessness of like the Mm -hmm. bachelor where it's like they come on, they're probably there for the wrong reasons. They're looking for things and they get into something like really hot and heavy fast. And then, you know, then it just fizzles just like any other reality television series. But the gag is that time goes so slow because all they can do is talk that they break up in some huge thing. Then like six hours go by, which feels like 10 days to them. And they just go, well, Hey, I guess we should talk about our feelings. Uh Um, because so it's just incredible, It's just petty people eventually getting to kind of realistic, sort of like, like, well, you're my ex now. Um, wh- what were the reasons why you didn't <laughs> like me? It is. Remarkable. I want to be
0: Social on it. C- Should I go on it? Yeah. What else am I doing?
1: Tokyo. <laughs> no. I don't know.
0: Like, why? <laughs> yeah. um, wait, do you watch? Um, I know that you tweeted that you watched, I may destroy you. I think, I think you tweeted that.
1: Yeah. yeah that was that brilliant. Was I loved that. Oh my God. I mean, there's like, it's like not even television. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think to add to the the greatness of that. She, everyone's she just better win everything. I, I mean, she's just like, it's so eerily personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, and it's something that like, I feel like just in general, like sexual violence i mean it's a it's a british show but like in america it is it is something that we don't talk about we have like it's we're practically living in like what is deemed a quote-unquote third world country when it comes to violence against women in this country it's like one every three women are assaulted by people that they know it's it's horrific Mm -hmm. and the fact that she was like open enough to put all of that very honest honestly very funny like the way it tumbles out is just like It it makes you it just punches you so hard to be like, get a grip like this this happens to people all the time good people bad people it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter it's just like there is a it's a pattern it's a it's a culture that's being bred and taught in people that it's just okay and it was so great to hear from the other side of that someone who was like not just a victim but reclaiming her survivorship Mm -hmm. and going no fuck that I'm 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 a whole person yeah I don't need it like Mm -hmm. you know that was so awesome especially as men because we don't we'll never know what right that never like. we well, actually that's not true in the show it explores that of like what it's like to so I, I misspoke but i mean
0: it does explore that
1: and it that was really also enlightening it was like yes it does happen sexual trauma especially in this like gray area of like what it is to date mm-hmm. now um that was actually i thought that was super amazing achievement included that entire storyline as well but there is a sort of different level of Cause even in that situation, it was, you know, no, I'm not going to know
0: I'm what you're gonna... saying. No. It was, <laughs> like, it, it was like every character, it, it was almost like what it's like to live in this gray area dating era, you know, like everyone sort of woke up in a way, in some way, even if they weren't ready to express mm-hmm. it to her, they, they were all, um, I don't know, Wait. It was like it was like a new life was awakening within them that they were able to kind of recognize trauma or recognize what they are or aren't it, okay with. But it's
1: it, yeah. But it's so sad because it was it's forced yeah. upon them. It is such a thing. It's like no one asked. I mean, yes, they, they because of the beauty of the show, they all were able to grow mm-hmm. from it. But like none of that should have happened to them. You know what I mean? It's like it's that's the thing that it, that kind of trauma forces upon you, and it's just yeah it's just it's so wrong and it's just something that doesn't like i feel like it talked about nearly enough do you guys see like what the Constitution? yeah i mean i just i just like i just sat there and just like i I had no clue what that Mm -hmm. was going to be about and just like it it hurt i was like just sitting there like i i probably haven't hurt that long enough yeah where i was like she genuinely i mean it was the most amazing like tightrope act of like combining her personal story with like connecting that to like when she says like, you know, like, they're, so this is all happening. And yet there are still children in cages mm-hmm. like on the, on the fucking border. Like it, the way that she was able to deeply personally um, at, give that sort of emotion of fire, yeah. like <laughs> and give like deep personal emotion to such global things that we kind of just like, Take the emotion out of just because we yeah. have to to get through. Like, it that hurt? I think it that should be required
0: viewing for everybody. That that piece was amazing.
1: I agree. That piece was yeah, knocked my socks off, kind of thing.
0: Um Wait, but in your same tweet about Michaela Cole, you also said Jimbo. Does this reveal that you watched oh Canada's gosh, Drag was, yeah. Race? Of
1: course, I watched all Drag <laughs> Race. I, love, I love that
0: so much. Of course. Were you pleased with the winner? Um,
1: I I really pray that. Oh, yeah, Priyanka, I was a huge fan of. I wanted Jimbo to win the whole thing, but I feel like this will now give Jimbo. I hope this causes a crossover where Jimbo's oh, yeah. all stars.
0: I, I, I would almost bet my life that they will start bringing in the UK yes. and Canada girls to all stars.
1: They should. I, I actually mean, have tea.
0: I have tea on it. I have like insider scoop. I, I haven't publicly talked about this on the pod, but I have a friend who is good friends with a queen who was on Canada's drag race and all Star six, which is filming right now or was filming in August was supposed to have Queens from international, like Canada and UK, but because of COVID and, you know, not being able to travel, they had to nix the idea for now. But so we were going to see it as soon as next year. And I think Jimbo would have been on, I think probably bag of chips from UK.
1: Bag of Chips, Bag uh, of Chips. For sure. I
0: could have seen, like, Cheryl Hole doing it. I don't know. I just, I feel like that would have been so exciting. Maybe oh my something God. Wong? Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe, yeah. I, A bag of sure. Sure. I love we were all, like, <laughs>
0: we were nice. We were nice. Hey,
1: <laughs> hey. I,
0: um, but I uh, I loved Rita Baga, actually. So I was I was rooting yeah. for her. I love that you watched. Do you watch with your girlfriend?
1: Mm-hmm yeah she um you know a bunch of my college friends we all got yeah. into it you know but, and i started on all stars mm, two.
0: the best season
1: and i well as you say i was like i i still have a deep affinity for Katya, and i'm i still think it's wrong that she didn't win that's i'll die on I, that know,
0: I know i know she's great
1: i mean alaska's amazing but like i just i just felt i don't know i thought there was some kind of missed opportunity I, there but I also feel at heart like a Katya. That's, that's the one I feel the most. I was going to
0: ask you who uh, you connect and, with the most in the franchise.
1: That's the one I connect with the most. I'm not sure. Adrian always says it's not the one that I am. I, we don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know which one I'm exactly like. As my like, superhero, like I would dress up uh-huh. Halloween. Um, but I, I think it would, for me, I wish I was a Katya if, if I'm not not uh-huh. that.
0: Yeah, I feel ju- you rooted for Katya so in, much. You in know? my heart, I feel like Bibi zahara so Benay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs>
0: you're a, you're a Stan. You- I, who, I isn't?
1: who isn't in this DNA? I love that this as a
0: s- as a straight man, so you you connect with Drag Race.
1: Oh, don't give me that. Like, who, I everyone. know. No, that's
0: right. No, that's right.
1: I said, like. It, uh, yeah it's not me it's it sh- it, sh- it shan't be some sort of allyship it's just genuinely great and everyone should love everyone it.
0: everyone should everyone should i guess yeah. i don't know many straight people that do straight men that do watch it though yeah
1: really but oh really interesting i just feel like i all i hear about now is like how much everyone enjoys but i guess that's such a it's just like a everyone's like oh everyone loves. yeah that's rad.
0: true that's true
1: but it is like, a, I mean, even if, if streaming aren't watching it like outwardly, I mean, it's still a, a billion dollar franchise. So someone's true, watching yeah. it on the, in the house. You know <laughs> what I mean? Whether or not they're telling everybody, someone's watching it because it's they're making that kind of number. It's just, yeah, true.
0: so true. Okay, wait, really quick. I do have a dose of drama and this is pop culture related and then go, but Katy Perry dropped a new album end of August and it's really good. You know, she hasn't come out with a new one in oh, a while. Yeah. Um, it's just really short. I would have loved, like, a couple more songs or maybe a an extended edition. But I do have, what I'm. the reason I'm feeling dramatic about it is I feel as if Katy Perry hasn't really had huge hits since her Teenage Dream album era. She was breaking records. I mean, that was amazing. And then I did love her next album, Prism, But I was not a big Witness fan. And I think here's my problem with Katy Perry, which is just one little thing. I feel like she doesn't let us in enough on some of the darker sides of her life or her career or her experiences in the industry. She's really like, she's all about positivity. Purposeful pop was her whole Witness era thing. Oh, yeah. And even this album, like, she's got a couple songs that are like, you know, like, I'll cry about it later or, you know, all this stuff. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's not talked about enough that her Teenage Dream album, most of those songs were produced by Dr. Luke. And then she's never spoken publicly about Dr. Luke. I would have loved like a like an angry, confessional, jagged little pill style Katy Perry album that's like, because she's got that in her. Like, you know, like she's got that song, Circle the Drain, that's like so dark.
1: That was, I mean, that was her beginning. Yeah. It was like, she was very much like, that's why she started singing, right? It was like all that. Was like Alana. Mm-hmm. You're like
0: right. That. You're exactly right. She, I would have loved.
1: Yeah, that was like her. Maybe whole thing. she'll.
0: I, I just wish one day she would give us that like angsty. Because she's you know her movie part of me which chronicled her text message divorce from um, Russell Brand, but <laughs> she just gave it a chef's kiss. I need to just state that for the record.
1: Beautiful dog. And it's also if you if you don't have enough respect for Katy Perry, you have mm-hmm. to watch the dog because actually Adrian maybe watch that for that because back then. I was like, yeah, I mean she makes good music. Yeah. I was like, whatever. And then she showed me and I was like, that woman is an mm-hmm. artist. <laughs> no one will tell me otherwise. She is an artisan. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, the, the, watching her just like like executive producer own yep. tour of being like realizing all the the crazy candy land was like her idea. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> How could one person have so much I know vision as long as well?
0: Yeah, she's a genius.
1: I, I get what you mean though. I get what you mean because I feel like I feel like yeah it feels like it's darkness um it's not personified it's like it's like every time she's like like Mm daisies like that whole song i'm like okay i get that maybe at one point you felt like this like you were the long shot you were the Mm -hmm. one in a million but that feeling is long gone you are you've been singular for quite a long time you were (laughs) yeah you're not the you're not the small town girl anymore um so yeah i get what you mean it just feels like the darker parts feel like dark adjacent. It's like someone else's yeah. story. Yeah. That's our
0: different. friend, our friend Isaiah mentioned this. So I'm taking this from him, but Colton, what does it mean to be covered in daisies?
1: Um, um probably. Something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably something like that. Katie does always kind of have a wink. I do feel like, you know, the, the whipped cream. Well, so her,
1: her daughter's name. Yes. She's covered in little daisies. Yeah.
0: There you go. That was like a hidden, right, that was a so wink. Sorry. No, and she um, also, in, in one of the songs, she's like, now nah, I'm in full bloom. It's like, yeah, because Orlando Bloom is your man. He's so mm-hmm. hot. Oh my God. Okay. And he's still hot. He's been not great a lot of since, but people... Dylan forever. He's been great since, he's in two mega franchises.
1: I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, why is he not like still in a lot of things? He was in two of the biggest movie franchises of the early mm-hmm. 2000s, like things that get watched on TNT. Every Two weekend. Towers is
0: always on. Every weekend. I know.
1: I mean, pirates, I mean, pirates is like people forget, but like, that was like one of the, that trilogy was like one of the like most successful things probably ever. Like still is. Yeah.
0: And they're rebooting it's it nice. now with Margot really? Robbie already. She's going to be, she's gonna be like a female jack sparrow type character
1: i mean she's great but
0: like can't she play a different i know give us a new story
1: pirate like isn't it doesn't have to be this like why is it always the same
0: well disney loves their formula we could go on and on and on um colton listen this has been beyond my wildest dreams this you're so cool in real life just as amazing as you are on stage and we're very thankful you gave us this time today seriously
1: you're very kind. Thank you. I'm, I'm, you guys are awesome. I'm so glad we got
0: uh, Well, everyone, thank you. Everyone follow at Colton the Wizard on Twitter and Instagram. Or, or
1: at your Wizard Colton on TikTok because that's the thing
0: now. Oh. I'm gagged. I'll have to we'll give have it a follow. We'll I, did, it. I didn't we'll have know. will to share the TikToks, yeah. I love that. Um, and also follow at the Drama Podcast, at Connor McDowell, at Dylan McDowell. Check out all of our merchandise. Colton... We will follow you forever. Thank you so much for today.
1: All right, and Connor, we'll see you next time. Drama. Drama!